Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back, everybody. This is The Dwell Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Abbott, and I am super pumped to get to talk to you guys today about faith. Our verse for the month of August is truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. It's uh, just an awesome verse. It's from Matthew 17, 20. And today we get to talk with Lacey Rabelais. She is going to be sharing a little bit about herself and why she loves this verse. And we're just going to get to know her a little bit. And then in the next couple of episodes, we're going to really talk more in depth about what does this verse mean? How do we claim it for our lives? How do we understand it and not like miss? hold it or misuse it. Um, so there's just a lot to learn from this verse, but um, right now we're just going to learn a little bit about you, Lacey. Welcome. Hi, thank you. I'm excited yeah. to chat. Awesome. Awesome. So one thing that I know about you, in fact, this is, we kind of gave you some verses to look at, and this was the verse that you liked the best because you love to garden. So tell me a little bit about that. Yes. I like to garden. I'm a crazy plant lady. And I do. It's enjoyable. And I feel that through, I also am a theology nerd. And I think that they go well together. I truly appreciate that Jesus uses so many parables about agriculture. I know that it was for, for the people of the time. But I also find that it is really helpful for myself. And now, Lacey, I have looked on your website and seen some of your stuff. You do a lot of really cool stuff for kids. Tell us a little bit about that. So I have this really big, uh, I shouldn't say burden, but it's on my heart that uh, moms teach their kids the word and who God is and what he says and how we walk it out in our everyday lives, not just that Noah had two by two animals enter the ark, but that Noah, no matter what everyone said, that through faith and obedience, he was saved by God. So I want my kids to know, sure, the facts are important, but I want them to understand the principles and the teachings that God has given us so they can live out their faith. And they're not going to do it if I don't teach it to them. And they're not going to do it. Mm. And I can't teach it to them if I don't know it. So I think that it's very important. And I say moms because I'm a mom. Not that my husband isn't part of it. But for the most part, during the day, I am 100% their caregiver while he's at work. So Mm. it is my job to do that. Yeah, I've always... um you know, my husband is a pastor and I've taught Sunday school and, you know, we've got our own kids and I've always just kind of been disappointed at, not always, but at times I've been disappointed with the availability of gospel centered children's curriculum, especially for churches. Like there have been curriculums that I've taught that I'm like, you know what, we're going to actually talk a little bit more about this part of this story because they, it tends to, like you said, you kind of just focus in on that fun part about the two animals going into the ark and whatever, but not really discussing why is that important? What does that say about who we are as people and about, 
you know, Noah's incredible faith to follow God, despite the craziness of what he was being called to do in spite of, you know, what the other people around him were mocking him and didn't believe, you know, it's just like, if you don't touch on those significant parts, then what are you really teaching your kids? Yes, I totally agree. I feel like it is, I mean, right now in 2020 in this world, depending on, I mean, for myself, just to go into the world, I need to know how to walk faithfully and in obedience because in my everyday walk, yes, knowing how many animals entered the ark is great, but that doesn't teach me how I follow the Lord and am a witness for his glory. And I think too, like you get this sort of moralism, you know, with kids curriculums, a lot of times where it's like, well, you do good because you do good. And that's what we do, you know, instead of attaching um, the gospel to it, I'll never forget. I was teaching a fourth and fifth grade Sunday school and we were talking about King David. And I said something about how David needed the, the mercy of God because he was an adulterer and a murderer. And my whole class was like, what? Uh Uh-uh. And I was like, what? You don't know that part of the story? So they had been taught about, you know, David and Goliath and David and his mighty men, you know, and David the king and David so great and a man after God's own heart. But like David the sinner, like that's a big part of the story is that he needed the mercy of God just like every single one of us do. And so... It was one of those moments, though, where I was like, man, I'm sending these kids home and they're going to be like, mom, (laughs) you know? Oh, yeah. That was like, Uh, I could I could just imagine how many parents got in their car and they were like, what did you learn about today? And the kid says, oh, that David is a murderer. And they were like, oh, um, okay, well, that's a a new one, because my kids always say, I'm like, what did you learn at church today? And they're like, Jesus or they'll tell me something. But. I mean, they're six and four. And in this situation, we haven't been to church in a while. Besides at home, I'm so ready to be back. Me too. Me too. Can't wait. Uh, Well, I just love your heart for for teaching kids and for your passion for giving them the real story, the gospel. And uh, for those of you listening at home, you can check out Lacey's website and download actual free, like F-R-E-E, real free resources to help you teach your kids the Bible. I love that. Lacey, why do you do that for free? Give me the skinny on that. Cause I know people are probably like, what? Well, um, part of it honestly is I hate pricing stuff. That's one part of it, but, <laughs> um, there's so, there's so much stuff and I don't know. I create it and use it with my own kids. Like everything, that is available for free is because I did it in my own house. There's stuff about like, well, currently I'm working on a Trinity one. That's what I've been studying. But I have like nativity and Christmas and God planted a garden, which is about creation. And that is just stuff that we try to work into our everyday lives because I want my kids to know that, you know, they've learned about pollination and it's because God works it that way. And now I think you know how kids sometimes are like, because God did it. Like, I think sometimes they like, yeah, we started with the, um, if somebody name calls you, we were at the park the other day and the little one, he's four. He said, um, she called me a baby. And I was like, this is 
like, first of all, we don't even know these people. They're not trying to do anything. And it was great because the six-year-old's like, only God can, only God says who you are or something. And he was, I was like, yes, that's true. And just like, wow. Like just, he knew what I, but it wasn't like he was, I don't really think he was trying to be a great witness. I think he just was estimating that I was about to say that. And he was just kind of like, come on, let's go. But whatever, we're going to hide it in their hearts so that they can know. And I feel like as a like, I don't feel equipped to teach my kids, but that's the thing. None of us feel equipped. And if I don't know it and do it, then who do I put that burden on the church? My kids are at church for an hour, two hours a week. That's not their burden. And I sure don't want culture to tell them who God is. So it's my husband's job and my job. And like he's at work. It's my job to be at home. And yeah. And I want to help moms feel equipped also because they are, we're all equipped. I love it. The Holy spirit in us, giving us the words to say. Well, and one thing that I really appreciate Lacey is um, that you take mothering seriously. Sometimes we can feel um, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom for 14 years and I know what it feels like to struggle with my identity, with feeling like what I'm doing is worth anything. And yet here are the people that you love the most that you have by far the most influence over maybe than anybody else will ever have influence over in your entire lives. And we just kind of shrug it off. Which is, I mean, like by no means is it all serious and great here they watch plenty of tv and (laughs) i mean jack hartman has taught my kids about money the value of money and math and some songs and stuff because sometimes especially during like kindergarten was canceled and that was hard and i even told his teacher i was like i give up like i give up And she was like, it's fine. Just so you're reading. Like, I was like, I physically, mentally had no more to give, but I did have love and time. And I would rather my six-year-old enjoy me reading a book to him than stressing about it. And I've also had to turn it all over every day. I have to surrender and like what's worth the fight and what's not because there's a lot of fighting, but it is important. It is important because God gave them to us. They're not mine. They're his. I think that was a big turning point. The moment that I realized that was that I am just here to take care of them because they're not mine. And I think that goes back to like where we store our treasures and what our idols are because we can easily idolize motherhood and our kids and expect them to identify us. Our heart matters and our motives matter. And they're like, I'm going to have to stand before God and give an account of my mothering. And is God going to say like, did you sit there and make sure that they knew every math skill or whatever? I don't, I don't think that he's going to ask me every little thing. I think he's going to say, did you steward the gift of your children well? And I'm sure going to do my hardest to do that. Um, Well, so for those of you listening at home, just uh, there's some great stuff for you to check out on Lacey's website. Lacey, what's your website, by the way? Lacey Rabelais, and it's Lacey, L-A-C-E-Y, Rabelais, R-A-B-A-L-A-I-S.com. 
That's right. So it looks like Rabelais. Yes. Um, Good old French words. <laughs> Good old French I love words. It. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check out her stuff. We'll put a link um, on our page for this so that you can you can easily get to her stuff. Uh, like I said, it's free. It's really great resources for moms out there um, or Sunday school teachers even. Um, and for those of us home with little kids, we are looking for stuff to do and free is amazing. So uh, check that out, you guys. And uh, we are about out of time for this episode. Uh, we just got to kind of chat with Lacey, hear her heart, her heart, especially for kids and for teaching and knowing God's word. And now we're going to get to in the next two episodes, really dive in a little bit to our verse and kind of just hear her thoughts on it. So I'm excited for our next two episodes. If you enjoyed this one, come and join us and we will have two more times of talking with Lacey. Thanks, Lacey. Thank you. Have a good day. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.